0: Welcome one and all to the Happy Go Moody podcast with me, Vivian, and my dear friend, Natalia. Today, we are pressurized and ready for takeoff. Hello, Natalia. Hi, Vivian. Today, we want to talk about the pressures of life, our existing in this modern world, Certainly, still presents us with all kinds of pressures. Society, as a collective energy, surrounds us with expectations of success, marriage, having kids. It's countless amounts of expectations, and you know they affect our choices in life, don't you think?
1: Oh, I I am sure they do. I'm. I I feel a lot of pressure, so it's a good topic for us.
0: That will be my first question for both of us. Like, do we feel that today's environment? friends or family still hold expectations on how we live our lives even though we are like not that young anymore not children do you feel
1: like that pressure in your life at this very moment um no i think for me at this very moment i feel a lot of pressure internal pressure but i I feel like i pressure myself on a lot of things because i was Pressure as a young kid, and that just you know built up inside of me. So, I do think I had a lot of pressure from the environment, and I think I maybe kind of like learned to not let that influence me. But I can't, it's very hard to change that pressure there is inside of me that you know it was created a long time ago, and I, I have to let that go. So, that's the pressure I feel right now is more like my internal pressure, but I do think I have that because of the environment and you know, because of people. and culture and a lot of different things and no one's fault is just the way it is and i'm just trying to live with that and not feel so much pressure and not pressure myself actually so much what about you what do you think
0: you know i wonder you said like it's no one's fault but then i wonder don't we all participate in pressuring you know in this pressurized world like to me today Of course, I feel like we all have outside expectations and they're pretty blunt. I think for some more than others. Like, for example, I'm married and I don't have kids and we live in a house that's, it's bigger than we need. It's an old house, but it was the opportunity we had then we bought it and we are slowly kind of like taking care because it was in a bad shape. I cannot tell you how many times a neighbor Uh, has asked me if I have any kids. And then when I say I don't, they ask me, so why did you guys buy such a big house? (laughs) So, you know, today I can deal with these questions and these expectations from other people that might know me, might not. I can deal with that in a much better way than I used to. But when I was young, I really felt like I had to conform. So I remember very clearly, like I would dress in a way that was expected of me and not necessarily what I wanted to be wearing. Um, you know, other little things I felt like I needed to, if I didn't go to college, I would be a failure. I felt like I had, I had like adapted to a way that it wasn't really me, but I think there is, you know, when you're developing, there is a certain period of time in our lives that we kind of like go through that. So today I'm much better about it, of course, cause I've worked on myself a lot. Um, I only started doing my own thing though around my mini mid twenties. And from that moment on, I was slowly recognizing that the more I acted according to my own understanding of what was better for me, the happier I felt, uh, but you asked me about like internal expectations, right? Too. Yeah. So I, I do think I shared that with you, but tell me more. So so you said that you have these expectations of yourself and how how does that work for you?
1: Well, well first of all, let me actually correct something. I think you're right. I said it's no one's fault, but I think that was maybe is wrong. I was thinking about it when you said, oh, I don't agree with that. I think you're right. It's not that it's no one's fault. It's just, it's no one, it, a lot of the times it's not the people intention, right? I don't think, like, I don't think your neighbor meant to put any pressure on you, right? They were just, they were raised in a certain way and they were told that the right way to live life or to be happy or to find happiness is, happiness is in a certain way. And then if someone breaks that, they are more like, oh, how can you, you know, why, why, why did you do it differently? You know, so I don't think it's their intent. Maybe, maybe, and I can't speak for other people, but I think it's not a lot of the people intention to put pressure. Like if you have a friend that is married and they are five years married, and you're like, oh, are you guys gonna have kids? Maybe you don't even understand that you're putting pressure in the couple and you know, maybe they don't wanna have kids. Maybe they're trying to have kids. Maybe, who, who knows? Uh, and it's not our place to be, you know, pressuring anyone, but sometimes intention is not to pressure, but we do it regardless, you know? Um, yeah, I so think it's, just, it's the action is the action without thinking, right? Yeah, that's right. So I, I, I think, um, for me, how that impacted me was I had this idea of life, right? I have to graduate from college. I have to get married. Um, I have to have kids and then. Uh, ideally, buy your house and you know have your car, and and then you're gonna have this perfect life and happy ending, and you're gonna leave happy ever after. And it's just something that is, is just I think is put into a lot of kids had at least in the '80s when I was growing up, right? That was the ideal. I mean, you grow up with this idea, and you get like so hung up on that. That I see and I have friends like, oh, I'm 37 and I'm married. It's like, okay, who cares? You know, it's not a big deal. If you're happy, then it's fine. If you, if you, if you're happy this way, don't let that idea of ideal um, change your happiness, right? Or make you concerned or anything. You should just live your life to be happy, to, you know, love one another. And I, it's your choice. You shouldn't get influenced by others. So I think I, I grew up with a lot of this pressure. And it's not my parents, I, I will say it's like everyone, right? It's movies, it's TV, it's neighbors, friends, people, and they sometimes they say things. And I had this idea of how I have to behave, how I have to look, you know, how I have to act. And some and I somehow I think that is inside of me and I have this pressure to be like Perfect, like have this perfect life and be this perfect person that is just non-existent. That's not real, Um, and I'm not trying to break that. It's just is hard because I, I guess just have this like oh you have to be this perfect. You have to be the perfect mom, you know, the perfect wife, the perfect coworker, the perfect employee, and it's just not. It's just not real, and it brings a lot of stress, right? It brings a lot of stress yeah, and it brings a lot of, like, whenever you make a, mis- not make a mistake, so whenever you actually being yourself, if it is a little bit out of line, you may, you may feel guilty because you're not being that person that, you know, it's, um, the perfect one. Like I, I, I really struggle with this perfect mom. I, I try to be the best mom I can to Emma and I love her so much. But a lot of the times, I have my own things going on, and if I do my own thing and, and I leave her home with my husband or with a nanny, I feel guilty, right? Because oh, the perfect mommy would not just leave your kid, you know. And it's just, but it's not. One, no one is telling me that. I am telling myself that because I, I created this illusion that doesn't exist, and I just have to break that. It's, it's very hard. So I do feel a lot of pressure, but I feel that the pressure I feel now is more inside of myself. Like you have to just. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying. (laughs) A lot of the times I fail because I see myself getting like feeling guilty for something that I'm like, no, hold on. I shouldn't feel guilty about that. You know, I I am okay. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to not wanting to work to, you know, like, as you know, I I quit my job uh, recently and it was a big thing. It's like, oh, how can you quit your job? You know, like, it's okay. It's okay to take a break. It's okay. I had to like, Convince myself that I was not wrong.
0: Do you feel... So now you're back to your job. I know, yeah. <laughs> Quit your job. It lasted a little bit. Do you feel you went back out of these pressures that we are talking about? If you could, would you stay, you know, without a job for a little longer?
1: Um, I think uh, maybe a little, but I did miss. I think because I worked my whole, life, my whole entire life. I never did not work. And then being without work for two months, it was very weird. <laughs> it was like, it was very weird for me because I was not used to it. But I was, I am trying and I am very proud of myself to actually have put my, my foot down and say, no, I'm not going to go back full time. That's not what I want. I need some time for me. I wanted to, you know, just get to know myself and, and spend time with my daughter and really enjoy life at this moment and not just stay save, safe save for future. So I'm proud of myself that I did go back to work, but I'm part-time and I will remain part-time for you know, as long as I need. And that may be a month, that may be a year, that may be the rest of my life. I may never go back full-time. I don't know the answer, but the reality is I'm actually happy that I did this because I think that kind of balanced it out. So I don't think I, I fully went back to work because of pressure, a little bit, yeah. I did get a lot of pressure from certain people, especially, you know, to be back working and, and make money. And, um, but so that, that didn't impact me a little bit, but I am kind of happy that I found a balance and I was like, okay, I will go back, but not full time, you know, and I'll have. Yeah. That-
0: and you also I mean. made a point to work remotely, right? Which you did have pressure from the company
1: to be at the office, right? Oh, yeah, this new new one that I'm going, going back, I was like, well, it's important for me that I do have uh, the flexibility, right? And they were very flexible with me with that. And uh, now, don't get me wrong. I actually, I am a person that I love being in the office because I'm very chatty and I talk to everyone and I like the environment, the office environments that I get to talk to everyone. And I know some people hate that. And I am one of those people that, the people that hate that, they probably hate me because I am a chatter. And I I respect people they're not, so I, I don't try I try not to invade their space, but I, I talk to everyone. So I like being in the office, but I really do not like the commute because you know, yeah office is far, Atlanta traffic here is a nightmare. So I just I, I don't wanna have to deal with that. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm proud of you for sticking to what you want. I think it's really hard. I think, like you said, we learn to conform and, you know, if you're a good employee, you do as you're told and certain things are expected of you. But I think it's important to respect our own needs because we are individuals and what I need might not be what you need and what we need might not be what companies are offering, you know. I think most of the time we overlook a lot of our needs to get that job that you really want or be in that place you really, you know, desire to be. So I think it's a complicated and then, you know, how do you manage? Like, I know you're very competitive and I know you try to do things like really, really correct you know that's the best way i can express that but you're like a person that does things you know according to the rules most of the time so do you feel like you're trying too hard you're doing too much how do you manage that in your
1: life yeah that's something i'm trying to really change i'm very very competitive i have always been competitive And I don't like that side of me. So I'm really trying to get my daughter not to be that way. And it's so weird because I can't just tell her, right? I have to act in a way that she can see and get by my example. And a lot of the times I don't act in a not competitive way. So I had to change a lot because I think, and not everyone, but when you are competitive, a lot of the times it starts. It can create jealousy or envy and I don't want that to anyone. I don't want to envy anyone. I absolutely don't want anyone to envy me. I don't, I'm don't. Not a, I'm not a person that was like, I don't want to brag because I don't want you to feel less of yourself, right? I really, my goal is to build people up. So I want someone to feel good about themselves and not last because maybe I, you know because i have something and they don't have i don't think like oh yeah i have this you don't ha, ha. no <laughs> you know <laughs> if they see that i have something they don't I have i would like to be like an inspiration for that people and not you know a bragger but that's hard when you're competitive because you want to always win competitiveness that's what it is, right? I want to win. I want to, if I go to a race, I want to be first place. I want to just be better. But at the same time, I don't want to be better and like, ah, I'm better than you. No, I want you to see and like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to, no, I'm going to be better than her. And then they compete against me, but sometimes it backfires. So it's very hard. So I'm really trying to change that. But I think this, this thing that I have that I follow rules and I try to do things so perfect is because of that pressure that I have inside of myself that I need to be perfect. And I don't know where I got this crap from, but I, I think like I grew up with this with this thing inside of me saying, no, you have to do everything perfect. So if someone, if your boss gives you something to do, he has to look, he has to wow them, right? And he may be a millennium thing. I don't know, but I'm trying to like always impress, always be like the best I can be. Not to put anyone down, but to you know, like to just just because I want to be that perfection, and it's like it's so wrong, and I I, I don't know. I, I talk, I have therapy once a week, and I, I talk to my therapist about that and um how important it is that I break this because I do not want my kid to grow up with this like impression that people have to be perfect. And, you know, oh, mom is perfect. She does everything perfect. I don't want her to think that. I want her to understand that we make mistakes. I want her to understand that it's okay, you know, to not be perfect. It's okay, because that's what perfect is, right? Yeah, I have to say though,
0: Natalia, I I am someone who at times in my life I I did feel inspired by the way you do things. Now, I know being overcompetitive, I do think it's a negative, right? Like imagine what comes to my mind is that child that, you know, if they don't win, they just break the board game. (laughs) Like, Like they have to win no matter what. I don't see you necessarily as that image, you know, I see you as someone who really strives to be the best, which I think it is a way of competitiveness, but you, I find you to be inspirational versus, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it is because you think about these things, you know, you think about like, I don't want to put anyone down, and I want to win in a clean way, but I want to win, so maybe that's, what it is but i always felt looking at your actions inspire versus like how dare she you know she's better than me and run opposite i feel like wow she you run right like i don't know if you run every day but i think you run
1: very often and for I'm feeling I'm following the plan so four times a okay week, four days a week yeah.
0: that's like I think a very good accomplishment I don't like running but then I feel inspired to like I love walking you know I feel inspired like maybe if she can do four times a week running maybe I can get up in the morning earlier and go for a one hour walk, you know, four times a week. I don't know, I think that's inspiring. But I know that, you know, competitiveness can be tricky. I have not one ounce of competitiveness in my being. All I want and all I all I have ever wanted in my life was to be at peace and not bother anyone and have no one bother me. <laughs> so I never wanted to be it's funny, you know, some situations, like you said, like, oh, if my boss asked me to write something, I wanted to wow him, right? Whatever. I I do have these feelings, but I always feel confident that, like, if I wrote something down and I really express what's in my mind, no matter what, people are going to understand who I am. And then that's to me, is enough. So I don't think that classifies as, like, I'm competitive, but I guess the only competition I'm happy to be in and the pressure I have in myself, which I don't think is a bad pressure, and maybe that's a point we should touch on, right? I think that is, I want to be honest to myself and to others. So are there pressures that are positive?
1: I mean, I think there are, right? Because it's kind of I don't know, if you call pressure the the that feeling that you have to get yourself to where you want to be, maybe it's a positive pressure, you know, you kind of like you pressure yourself. I don't know if there is any pressure that you consider do you consider positive from the outside mm. because I, I think any outside pressure is is not good. like we shouldn't pressure anyone. You can be inspirational for someone or talk to someone or caring compassion, but I don't think you should put pressure, right? Well, but think about like now you now I'm thinking about that
0: <laughs> specifically. <laughs> like, is pressure positive? Like, let's just say because life is like a force, right? I I mm-hmm. I'm, it makes me think about grief, right? Like if you lost someone that you love. If yeah. you look around you're going to, you're going through a feeling. That's your own because it's something personal. But life keeps on moving, like the current is still going. Isn't that pressure of like going back to a sense of normalcy somewhat? It's a subtle pressure, but isn't it somewhat positive? Because it takes you, it helps you like link yourself back into a flow where you had before. And then you kind of adjust without that person or the animal you lost, like whatever you lost in your life, even like a relationship, right? Like a bad breakup. Isn't the pressure of like friends inviting you to go out and like regular work situations, like isn't that positive for you to get back into your life?
1: I mean, I think it is, but I don't know if we will call this pressure. Would you call that pressure? I think it is a type of pressure because it's kind of like, it's present,
0: right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You but, have to get back there, yeah. so it could be. I, I think. No, it, it could be positive if you think the the this kind of things are pressure, right? Then yeah, it is positive. But I think when you think when we talk about pressure, in my mind, is more like that uh, force, you know, more that thing that you feel inside of you. Wow, I, sh- I am. Is that feeling, for me, the pressure is a feeling of guilt with, uh, no, I have to do that. Like, why haven't I dot, not done that? Oh, I have to do that thing that someone is telling me or I am telling myself. And that's like, for me, pressure equals a bad feeling that, oh man, I, I really should do this, you know? And, and instead of being chill with a calm feeling, for me, the pressure is just, just bad feeling that I haven't accomplished something that people are expecting me to accomplish or I myself expecting me to accomplish and I haven't done it. So I I associate pressure with this bad feeling, but that's another interesting thing. That's my definition of pressure, right? Doesn't mean that everyone has the same one as me and doesn't mean that it's negative. So I, I don't know. That's how I see
0: it. I think there might be
1: one type of pressure and it seems like you really
0: do feel more internally. Right. I, I think, uh, you're right, but I think there's more out there, you know, there are the invisible pressures of life. Um, so how do you deal with those pressures of yours? Cause I know you mentioned you, you have like psychological help and, um, How do you deal when you feel like that urge to be competitive, how do you deal with that?
1: So now what do I do is I try to do a short breathing exercise and meditation like to myself every time I'm trying to be less, um, like I'm not a person that gets mad easily. Yeah. You probably know, I don't get super mad and for some reason, what is completely unfair I never get mad with anyone like at work. I'm not normally very calm, right? I'm calm and I'm happy, but at home or with my family, with people that I'm a hundred percent comfortable with, I am um, a little different, right? I can get easily mad at my husband when sometimes it's not even his fault. I just, I have to be mad at someone because I didn't get mad at the people that maybe I was mad at, I just get mad at him. Um, so every time I I feel that it's the same thing that every time I feel pressure about something, I just try to, you know, calm down, breathe, take it all in and do a little of a calm breathing exercise to calm myself and to really think about the things that are bothering me before I actually act. So I do, I do feel a lot of pressure. I, I actually got mad the other day because I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw a picture of this woman, and you guys may have seen that post already somewhere. But it's a woman, seventy-four year old. She's a seventy-four years old, and she's super like um, um, healthy, right? And she, you can see like she exercises. She has like her muscles defined. She's like a healthy woman. You would never probably say she's seventy-four years old. And right next to that picture, there is a picture of a seventy-four years old um, grandma, basically on a wheelchair, like he's an old lady she's and then he says um, it's your choice oh my god that's so awful and I saw that and I was like I understand I think whoever posted that or people that post there follow that I, I think it's inspirational right they're trying to inspire people to exercise more and to eat healthy and why did they get mad so I was like why are you why am I mad at this picture saying that it's my choice right if the person that probably posted that meant in a good way meant to help people saying, Hey, change now. So you can end up, you know, being a 74 year old, like super healthy instead of being in a wheelchair. I think, I think the intention may have been good, but it made me mad. And I was like, why am I mad? I was like, well, maybe because it's not just a choice because if I ask any person, Hey, do you prefer to be a super healthy 74 year old or do you prefer to be a 74 in a wheelchair anyone would answer i want to be a healthy one right so it's not a choice because if it was a choice i think everyone would say i want to be the healthy one you know and i felt very pressured by that because i am like a super i try to like really exercise every week a lot to be super healthy but some things it doesn't matter how much you do it doesn't sometimes things don't end up the way you want yeah some things are out of your control you know
0: we have a lot of like family family stuff in our bodies that sometimes dictate what's gonna happen in our health
1: versus like what i do on a daily basis exactly and i and I and it's weird for me to say that because I am one that believe that if you believe in something gonna happen. So I am one to believe that all, everything is basically your choice, but it is your choice to be healthy. Yeah, but it's not your fault sometimes that some that maybe you have a life that is not easy for you to go that path, right? Maybe I have an easy life that I can follow that path. I have a part time job. I have time to exercise. I have like this motivational morning because i'm a morning person so i wake up and i'm like yeah let's run but okay that's me and i i got an easy path so it's easy for me to choose that basically to go that way now i know that is not easy for everyone i know there's people that wake up in the morning and they just not a morning person it's just the type of body right they are not gonna feel like i'm gonna go for a run now you know when they wake up they are not gonna feel like Um, eating healthy because maybe they have some type of disorder. Maybe they have people in their life you know that influence them in a different way. Maybe they grew up with parents that did not value you know being healthy and they just don't know how to do that you know because they were not influenced. They didn't have the support group because let me tell you this to be a like super healthy exercise person blah blah you need a support group. Right. You need people that are there for you. And some people don't have that. Mm-hmm. So it's not really your choice. So that that pressure that I saw at the moment irritated me because it's like, man, that's so unfair because I know there is a lot of people out there that would love to be that. And they just it's so much harder for them than it is for me, for example. Right. And, and I, I don't know. So I think we have to be careful even when you're trying to like inspire someone to not put people down because some people may see that post and be like, Oh man, you know, I am never going to be there or, 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 and I don't know. So very, that, that's the reason why I don't post much. <laughs> and, and, oh, I know. I know you're very,
0: uh, you're very, um, sh- it's not that you're shy about social media, but you kind of stay away from it a little bit. I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I use my Instagram a lot, but you know, talking about what you were talking about because that's pretty much an image right like a person could be super strong physically they could look like super in shape it does not mean that they are healthy at all at all that's right i know that from experience myself, like I always struggle with body image. And at times I had a body that I thought like, that's where I want to be. But guess what? I was starving myself. You know, I wasn't paying attention to signals of hunger or like, you know, just health. my health overall was not great, but I was skinny. So I was very happy about that. And I had to learn in a very hard way that that is not the way to live. (laughs) So, and, you know, women have a lot of pressure to look a certain way. I believe men have pressure, but women from the get go, like since you're very young, you have to look a certain way. You expect that you behave a certain way. And to me, it was very hard to break those barriers because I am not, you know, the typical, uh, woman that you would expect in the world. <laughs> so I I completely understand why you get upset with a post like that. I think it's insensitive to say the least. But um, I agree with you. Like the person, I don't know, the, the image industry, like the diet industry and like the beauty industry, it's so powerful and strong at this very moment in time. It has been for a while, and I think that you know social media is the perfect uh, bed for them to lay down, you know, and and lure you in, and you ended up buying all this shit and like looking at people that maybe on their Instagram, on their YouTube videos, they look so great and so happy and so perfect, but it, it's a produced thing, you know, and a lot of the times they're being they're advertising for for people who give them money and but they make it look like it's their choice and you know I only offer things that I really like i will never
1: liked to my followers so
0: it's very tricky right it's a tricky little yeah little thing to participate in
1: and out there to say that I don't know if I should be out there to say that the woman I think they have way more pressure in life than than men and uh, that's my my view, uh, because I, I see like we have this pressure of being you know skinny, being healthy, being a good mom, being professional, being young, that's a big one, right? You don't want to have wrinkles you want to have make sure your your skin doesn't have its spots it's like every morning i wake up i put cream on my face because you know <laughs> i want to want to make sure that my face doesn't look like i am i don't know like super old my husband doesn't do shit with his face i'm sorry I but my husband doesn't do anything he barely washes his face <laughs> You know, he has no worries and no pressure also to look young and no worries about that. And he told me already, hey, you don't have to worry about that. Like, you, you know, he, he doesn't care. But I, I have that pressure for myself and from friends. And I have so many girlfriends that they are not even 40 yet and they already put Botox. Yeah. And they're
0: like, hey, no,
1: I didn't do that. I was like, I, I don't want to, I don't even want to go that way. You know, like I'm going to get old. I want to be old. I'm fine being old. I'm going to look old when I'm old. And that's okay. You know, I, I'm fine with that. I'm not, I mean, I'm telling myself I'm fine with that, but deep inside, I was like, I wish I didn't, you know, (laughs) you feel, we feel it. We feel it. I agree with you.
0: I do think it is a fact. I don't think it's an opinion that women have more pressures in different ways. I do believe men have pressures and maybe we can make a podcast about that because, you know, toxic masculinity is a thing and it's a thing that pressure every single man alive. But We do have a lot of pressure, you know, to create a family and then to be a mom. And then, but you have to be a mom, but you cannot make money. And then you have to make money and be a mom and clean the house. And, you know, so much is expected of us. Be pretty, God forbid you have a gray hair, you must cover it. You know, like make sure you
1: put your lotions and creams and treatments in your face, and then it it can go crazy. Yeah. For my experience, and I don't, this is again, is my personal experience It's not even the guy's fault, the man's fault that, you know, women had that pressure. We put that on ourselves and we, the woman is putting a lot of pressure in each other, you know, like, and when I don't, I don't know how much a, a man actually cares. I don't know. I think this is a complex, it's a complex topic because we do
0: live in a world that was catered for a patriarchy and you know, we can go back in time, way, way back and see how, you know, women were were doing things because it pleased the man. So I think we are kind of like conditioned to be like that. And women can be super mean to each other and super competitive, you know, it's really sad. Like, I, you know, the, how many times have you approached someone like in a friendly way and they're like super, you know, I hate to say that, bitchy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, don't talk to me, I'm better than you. I That happened to me a lot, especially because I don't conform to these things. So people have an impression of me before they met me. But I think it's sad. I think if we were a united front, things would change, and they would change fairly quickly. But we are not, for the most part, part, hopefully that's changing. And I think there are new generations that have a different outlook on these things that we are talking about. But yeah, I do, I do think like, the pressures for being beautiful, young and, uh, and conquer everything in the modern world for women is like, it's out of this world. Yeah, and
1: I have to give it to you, I think the the history, right, how the past was has a lot to do with that. Because in the past, the woman will be nothing if she doesn't get married right she needs to get married remember like back back in the day (laughs) you need to have a a husband so they had to compete because you know there's only so many guys out there you know wanting to get married so they had to compete with each other and they they it's just that whole thing the the world has changed and you don't have to get married anymore to be someone like you know a hundred years ago but but the, the the that culture to the competitiveness between women that, that hasn't it has changed it has got better for sure but it has a reason why it's there right that's why it's there i think it has to do with the way the world was um, years ago so slow, it's slowly it slowly is changing and i think it's changing for a better but i think we all have to learn to live with our pressures and to actually not listen to a lot of them
0: yeah pressures also I'm a you know because of my life experiences I'm very anxious I I'm just an anxious person so a lot of these pressures they 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 just amped up my anxiety you know and uh, it's very hard to deal with so I think just in terms of like life goals and like you know financial goals professional goals things like that i think one good tool that worked for me it was like prioritizing things because i we are, i think we i think women feel pressure to multitask you know you need to like watch your kid and and make sure you read that book and clean the house and go to work da, 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 da. so we tend to like pack things i think men are better at like i'm going to do this one thing and this thing is going to be done. And then when I'm done, I'm going to do something else. (laughs) I think we do like five things at the same time. Just I, I don't know where this is, this comes from. But that's my observation, like looking at my mom, my grandma, my friends, and then looking at, you know, their husbands or boyfriends or like friends that are males. So I think that multitasking is great. But it can also like get in the way of like, a breath or a break, you know, like, cause you're always thinking about the next thing you have to do, so.
1: Yeah, for me, I just think if there is one thing to take away from at least the therapy that I've been doing is if you feel pressure, you know, from someone else or from yourself, just before you act on it, just think why, why are you feeling this way? Try to understand, you know, why this pressure is bothering you or why you are feeling pressure on that? And then ask yourself, um, is it is it okay do I need this or if not is it is it okay you know to not have whatever you're pressuring to have like being you're being pressured to get married like stop and think like why am I feeling pressure about that and is that what I want right and is it okay for me and for my life not to have this and once you made the decision because no one can make that decision for you right? You have to make the decision. Is that something you really want or is that something you're going to do because you're feeling pressured by others and you feel you have to do to make everyone else happy? So whenever you feel pressure, I will say stop. stop that. You don't have to stop the feeling. feeling you can feel the feelings, right? But stop to think about why you're feeling that way and is that what you want for you and what do you want? And once you decide what you want, then understand that. The people can say whatever they want but once you know what you want you're not gonna let that pressure affect you anymore because when you decided for example if you're being pressured to get married and you're like you know that's not what i want i actually want to be single i want to live alone and have to make my decisions alone i don't have to share this i don't want to share it i want to just share you know with my parents or my sister but i don't want to have like a husband i don't want to leave someone if that's a decision we made and you're okay with that, just just remember, you know, if that's what's gonna make you happy, then it's okay. And when it's okay, you're. I promise you, that pressure is not gonna bother you anymore. But it only bothers you because I think we don't really, we're in conflict, right? Knowing is that really what I want or I'm doing that because of others. So instead of let's like, just rash acting, you stop to think what you want for you without anyone else involved. And then when you decide that, the pressure is not going to bother you too much anymore. That's, that's my take from, you know, my pressure experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I completely agree with you. I think it's a process of getting to know who you are and what does it make you feel good? Because I think when we feel good and happy for unselfish reasons, we ended up making the people around us and the environment around us happy and good. So it is it is highly important that we get to know ourselves, you know, and, and plant a seed in ourselves of freedom, because the world is the way it is. But it doesn't mean that there is no like i have a thousand options in front of me if i want or i have two you know what i mean you have to know yourself and understand that whatever you see in front of you there are many angles and possibilities so you should cultivate a sense of freedom that you are free to make the decisions even if people are telling you like hey i don't agree with that that's not what people do that's not traditional like you should be free to make the decisions that you make for yourself. And then if you made a mistake, the worst that can happen, you're going to learn from it. I mean, you know, of course, we, we are not always right to what we think is best for us, but at least we should give ourselves a chance to act according to what we feel is OK for us. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And thank you so much, all the listeners, for spending this time with us from Happy Go Moody. May all of us be prepared for the pressures of life and may all of us cultivate a little bit of freedom inside of our hearts because we can be better and happy humans create happy environments. And that's my little bit of pressure for you for today. (laughs) Bye.